Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they have 18 amazing flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and try yours. Also use the promo code LOCKEDON and you will get $10 off your first order. Riddle me this, why is nobody talking about Scott Wedgwood and the production he was able to do in the absence of Mackenzie Blackwood? Because I think a lot of people are missing some key factors when it comes to rating Scott Wedgwood's performance. So as they say on Locked On Senators, this is a goalie-friendly show. So let's talk more about Scott Wedgwood and also the production. And also, I have an update for you guys on the COVID situation surrounding the New Jersey Devils. So buckle up and let you enjoy Enjoy this episode. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it is currently 10.36 p.m. Eastern Time, February the 11th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And the Devils still do not have a game yet, everybody. I know everybody is getting antsy until the Devils can finally take the rink once again to continue the season. But unfortunately, uh, we have to continue to stay safe, as I always say at the end of every episode, and just take the procedures necessary so that way uh, this outbreak can stop. But hey, look on the bright side. Uh, You know, I saw this tweet uh, from one of the uh, Devils writers, uh, my fellow colleagues, Uh, He said since most of the Devils tested positive for the coronavirus or, you know, since most of them are on the protocol list, uh, if another outbreak were to occur, at least you can't blame the Devils because most of the players, uh, you know, got the virus out of their system. But then again, the NHL says most of the players on the list are for precaution reasons and not because anyone tested positive. So, uh, like I said, we don't know who tested positive, and uh, obviously they're not going to reveal anything. So uh, I haven't done this in a while. Let's check out the East standings uh, for the NHL and see where the Devils stack up, despite not having played a game in like a week or so. Boston Bruins are currently kings of the hill out East. Their record is 9-1-2. and They've played in 12 games, and they have 20 points as a result. Right below them are the Philadelphia Flyers. They have played in 13 games. Their record is 8-3-2, and and they have 18 points of the year. Uh, the Capitals are in third place. They have played in 12 games. Uh, record is 6-3-3 and with 15 points. The Islanders are right there with the Capitals. Played in 12 games. Record is 5-4-3 and with 13 points. Penguins are right below the Islanders. 12 games, 6-5-1, and 13 points. Rangers are... 12 games played, 4, 5, and 3 with 11 points. And the Devils, surprisingly, they're not in last place despite playing the least amount of games. The Devils have only played in 9 games compared to all the other teams' is 12 or 13. And their record is 4, 3, and 2 with uh, 10 points of the year. And the Sabres have played in 10 games. Remember, a few of their games had to be pushed back due to them having played the New Jersey Devils and uh, some of their players having to go on the protocol list. So they're right in the same boat with us, but they've played in one extra game than us. So they've played in 10 games. Their record is 4-4-2 four, four, and two with 10 points of the year. So the Devils are close to last place. So second last. Um, I guess that's not too bad for a team that hasn't played in a week or two and won't play for uh, another five days or so. So 
Uh, yeah. So let's do an update on the New Jersey Devils and their COVID protocol situation because quite honestly, I'm starting to miss Devils hockey. I miss talking about hockey with you guys. I miss doing the game recaps. I miss my rants. I miss everything. And you know what? You don't know what you're missing until you don't have it anymore. And when the Devils announced that their season was currently suspended, I just said, man, I, I, I miss it so much. I just... Oh man, this is I'm I'm getting deja vu to over the summer where you know I basically had to talk about other things uh, because you know there was no Devils hockey for like what almost a year, so it was really difficult, and I'm just getting you know flashbacks to it. But you know what, the show must go on. So uh, let's do an update on their COVID uh, protocol list. So uh, on the list uh, for 14 days is Zajac. And for 12 days, is Paul Mary. So if you guys hadn't checked out the news, it was revealed that Zajac and Paul Mary were actually released off the list along with Sharon Govich yesterday. However, today, uh, which is uh, February the 11th, uh, remember at the time of this recording, uh, they actually went back onto the list and left people, you know, very confused as to what was going on. And it was just like, how do you get back onto the list so easily? Like, what what did they do? And according to the New Jersey Devils PR, uh, they just said that they were just released a day too early, but uh, nothing is going to be changed. It's not like they have to go back onto the list for an extended period of time. So expect uh, Paul Mary and Zajac to be released uh, from the list. Uh, this morning so that's good news and also like I just mentioned Sharon Govich is off the list but let's look at some other players so for 11 days is Janssen and Kwokinen McLeod and Zaka for 10 days it's Brock Hughes and Severson Smith and Tennyson for nine days it's Bastion and Gusev seven days is Kulikov five days is Comrie four days is Carrick, Heizer and Votnin so uh, our list is still very extensive but Slowly but surely, we're starting to get our guys back. So, you know, oh, man, I I just don't know what's been going on. So uh, if you guys have any information as to what was going on with the New Jersey Devils as to how so many players ended up on the list, uh, you know, please hit me up on Locked on Devils. So I'm going to share you guys a story as to what I've been hearing. I heard that a few of them went to like a club. And I think one of them came back positive. And obviously, when you're around your teammates for that extended period of time, when you're touching on to other players from the opposing team, because like I said, there's no physical distancing um, in hockey, especially on the benches, in gameplay, whatever the case might be. So, you know, in a sport like baseball, it's kind of easier to social distance, maybe not so much in the bench, but so much on the field because, you know, you're already pretty spread out. Or in basketball, you know, the bench, you you know, you're pretty spread out but for hockey uh, there's nowhere to go there's nowhere to hide so I think a couple of them went to a nightclub one of them tested positive and just gave it to everyone else and the young guys weren't really taking it seriously and guys I, I I think I speak for those two New Jersey Devils players I think you know we're approaching the year long anniversary of when this pandemic occurred I don't think anybody is really taking it seriously anymore because people are just getting antsy to get back to their normal lives. And I'm not trying to defend them by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying they represent a bunch of America and the world right now where they just want to get back to somewhat normality, but they weren't really being smart because, listen, the NHL and the other sports leagues, they're not playing around. So, you know, they're taking this very seriously because guess what? 
if uh, the outbreak continues to happen amongst those sports teams, for starters, we're not going to get fans back into the arena anytime soon. And second of all, the season could get shut down, not by the league's decision, but by the like the health department's uh, decision or the government's decision. So for the players, look, I know you're getting antsy. I know you want to get back to your normal life. But at the same time, you got to be smarter because, look, uh, I'm sure the devils wouldn't care, but the government sure will care. So will the health department. So you really got to plan this out because I remember at my school, uh, we were doing a basketball game and I was, you know, on the call for it. Uh, for color commentary and they said that you know if you do not wear your mask the athletic director got onto the PA he, he warned the players if you do not wear your mask then I'm going to shut this game down and everyone's going to go home so uh, everyone was like okay mask up mask up mask up and yeah it's really difficult to be you know playing your sport with mask on I'm sure maybe that's what the NHL might consider but it would be very difficult because like I said uh, like in a sport like basketball you have to check into the game uh, for hockey, it's just like the snap of a finger, and it's just really confusing. And I, I word to the players, I know you're you're anxious, but please be smarter, okay? We want the season to continue, and I want the Devils to get a fair shake of things. And just I'm speaking for all the teams. I don't want to see a team play like 55, 54, or 53 games when they could have played 56 games because you never know if that might come back to haunt you. And listen, there's a lot of factors that go into play. So for the Devils, if your season continues to get suspended, guess what? That's more pressure on you because that means there's going to be less off days. There's going to be uh, less opportunity for error. And it means that strategizing might be a little hard because... Obviously, your goaltenders and your top lines cannot be playing that amount of games, you know, without some sort of break or repetition or whatever the case might be. Because, like I said, the scheduling is going to be a total quagmire. So, like, nothing is going to be set in stone. You don't know how to prepare. It's uh, not a normal season. And, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen. And, you know what, if you thought the NHL has it bad, just look at baseball. They're still trying to do 162 games despite in the middle of a pandemic. And, you know what, I don't know how they're going to do it, but, uh, you know, we're going to see how it works for them. And for us, we're just going to have to march through it and just see what happens. So for the Devils, you know, take advantage of this, you know, quote-unquote break because you're not going to get too many of those opportunities again because, like I said, uh, the scheduling is going to be a total muck. It's going to be messed up. It's going to be unpredictable. You're not going to get too many off days. It's going to be, you know, this, that, and a third. It's going to be all over the board. So be prepared for a dogfight. And you know what? I think you guys need to hear the first live read this morning. It's time to hear from our partners of BetOnline.ag. Alrighty, now let's talk more about BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, sadly, but college basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule, on tabs, so BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that awesome. So real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked On Bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you 
you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this, that, or third. Also visit at BetOnline underscore AG, and they also have you covered as well. So BetOnline, your online sportsbooks experts. Get with it and get in the action, everybody. Okay, now that I've been given a few days to digest this a little bit more, I want to talk about Scott Wedgwood and how he stepped up in the absence of Mackenzie Blackwood because there was a lot of people, myself included, I'm not going to lie, that didn't believe that Scott Wedgwood could accomplish what he accomplished. Yes, maybe his save percentage isn't impressive. Yes, maybe his record isn't impressive. But I think uh, given the context and the situation and also just a little bit more factors that come into play, I believe that Scott Wedgwood legitimately has done a pretty decent job of playing second string goalie despite being a career minor leaguer. And for the most part of what we were asking for him this season was to be a third stringer for the time being. So, you know what, let's, uh, you know, just do a quick analysis of what he was able to do uh, prior to a few games. And also, let's talk about what does his future with the Devils mean? Because like I said, we signed Aaron Dell to be the backup goaltender for Mackenzie Blackwood. Does Wedgwood still have a role on this team? And quite honestly, I think uh, he screams some potential. But you know what? I did some research on this matter, and I just want to share with you guys and see what you guys uh, want to say about it. So, you know, it's safe to say that the past 11 months and also the past few weeks have been anything but normal for the not only the New Jersey Devils organization, but the entire world because like I said, I don't want to limit this to just sports. So uh, the Devils have already faced some of those hardships because during the course of the past month or so, we have had to place so many players on our COVID-19 protocol. But uh, when Scott Wedgwood was asked to step up in the replacement of Mackenzie Blackwood, we only had three players on the COVID protocol list. And, you know, that was Jesper Bratt and Sammy Votnin. Two of those players are obviously just for travel reasons because, like I said, uh, part of the COVID protocol list for the New Jersey Devils and the NHL is that if you are coming from an outside country, then you have to go on the COVID protocol. You have to do some procedures before you are cleared to play just to make sure you do not have it and that you're not tracing anything back into the States. And obviously our only, like, I guess, quote unquote, in-house player was Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, to go on that list, and that's why Scott Wedgwood was given the nod to step up. So while Aaron Dell was technically not placed on the list, he still wasn't allowed to join the team right away due to him coming from the Toronto Maple Leafs, as I stated, and you know having to go through those procedures before he was granted readmission back into the United States. So everything started to go AWOL for the Devils organization when we had to place Mackenzie Blackwood onto the COVID protocol list. And if you guys recall, Blackwood was on the list for a while. Obviously, he's off the list now, but he was on it for 14 days. So, you know, that was a little bit of a concern. But um, so obviously teams hold the right to not disclose any information to the public surrounding the specific issue of COVID-19. But there are certain rules that play into factor determining how and why a player ends up on that list. I'm not going to read over it because I've talked about it so many times. So, you know, obviously, uh, I guess the, just the basic gif of it is like, you know, if you tested positive for it, if someone you know tested positive for it, if you're facing some sort of symptoms, if you've been out of the country and, you know, isolation, things of that nature. So, you know, that's basically the gif of it. Basically, there's uh, five rules as to who ends up on the COVID protocol watch list. 
And, you know, I, I've talked about it so many times, I don't think you guys want to hear it anymore. So, obviously, with Blackwood being out indefinitely, it certainly made things more complicated for the Devils because of Corey Crawford's retirement and Dell being unavailable. The Devils still don't seem to have a go-to backup goaltender. Obviously, that's going to change once uh, the season resumes. So, I believe we'll have all three of our goaltenders ready and willing to go. But with decent performances put up by Scott Wedgwood recently, it could be possible that the Devils found another diamond in the rough. So, like I said, when uh, Corey Crawford announced his retirement, at that point we had to look for a diamond in the rough because all the good netminders were taken off the free agency pool. And obviously, I don't think teams are willing to do a trade this early of you know a decent player unless you're the Columbus Blue Jackets and you know you're in complete shambles. But you know what? That's for uh, locked on Blue Jackets to discuss, and maybe we'll do a crossover with them. In the future we'll see what happens so while Wedgwood's numbers aren't anything spectacular given the circumstances that were presented upon him I believe he did a decent job so you know obviously we had to say third string goalie to the rescue essentially so despite being a part of the Tampa Bay Lightning's championship team this past season Wedgwood's career has been mostly uneventful to say the least so prior to the New York Islanders weekend series on January 21st Wedgwood hadn't played an NHL game in almost three seasons the last game he participated in was for the Arizona Coyotes on February 13th, 2018. And you know what? We're actually approaching that anniversary of three years. So it was close to, uh, I'd say, two and three fourths of the year. So in which he was able to secure the win for his team. So, you know, prior to uh, his uh, first appearance with the New Jersey Devils, at least he had a win in his last appearance. But like I said, that was like nearly two seasons ago. So other than that, Wedgwood has been mostly a career minor leaguer. However, he was quickly thrown into the fire. And you know what? I bet he had a built bar with him to stay ready and just have his energy levels go through the roof. So uh, anyway, let's continue with the story. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You want to be cool like Wedgwood and have a built bar with you? Okay. Let me tell you more about Built Bar. Let me tell you something about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Oh my gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy easy to chew uh, uh 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack that is not true as i stated built bars are healthy built bar is great for the health conscious guy lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat built bars are low in calorie low in sugar high protein high fiber great for a keto diet and you yes you i'm gonna make an offer that you can't refuse go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on and you'll get ten dollars off your next order use the promo code locked on and get ten dollars off at builtbar.com there we go i repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it go to builtbar.com and get your built bars right now so Wedgwood stated in a pregame interview the role I've been under here is prepared to play every night as a backup you never know what's going to be coming your way so uh, he stayed ready. I got to give him credit for that. So while the score didn't reflect it, Wedgwood did a pretty decent job in his first game against the Islanders. Uh, the Devils ended up losing the game 4-1. to one. However, the lackluster defense should be held accountable for that loss. Like I told you guys uh, before in a few episodes ago, the Devils defense allowed two power play goals that game and also an open breakaway. So 75% of those goals allowed should not be placed onto Wedgwood's shoulders theoretically because it's not his fault that his teammates went into the penalty kill and played porous defense so when the final horse sounded uh Wedgwood had a save percentage of 886 
31 out of 35 in save opportunities in his first game of the season. In the very next game against the Islanders on Sunday, Wedgwood gave the Devils their first shutout victory of the season by stopping all 28 of the Islanders' shots. It was a special day for him because a lot of people don't know this. He was able to accomplish that on his mother's birthday. So despite a disappointing outing from both himself and his penalty-killing defense uh, against the Flyers on January 26th, Uh, The Devils still have one of the lowest goals against averages at the time in the entire league, surprisingly. So uh, their rank at that uh, time was in the eighth position of an average of 2.5. So, you know, that was worth mentioning. A lot of people weren't uh, really talking about the Devils having a low goals against average. But, you know, uh, their goalies make a lot of stops because their defense is so poor. So a lot of people uh, need to get educated on that matter. So... Uh, In his second tenure with the New Jersey Devils, Wedgwood is proving that he shouldn't be overlooked amongst the fan base and organization. While he might not be the ideal backup netminder, his numbers in production are, you know, solid to say the least. So, you know, I know he's made a few boneheaded moves against uh, the Flyers series, but still. His record currently with the New Jersey Devils in five games played, he has a record of 1-3-1 with a goals against average of 2.8 and his save percentage of 9.01. So, Obviously, you guys have to take into consideration that he hadn't played an NHL game in almost three seasons, and also, like, the Devil's defense is not that good, so... Uh, If I had to rate Scott Wedgwood's performance, I'm actually going to give it a B because, yes, he's made a few mistakes. You you know what? No, what? No, what? No, no, no. I can't uh, let him off the hook that easy. I'm going to give him a B minus because uh, Scott Wedgwood has made a few rookie mistakes. Like, I know he's not a rookie. I know he's been in the league before. But still, I'm just going to call them, like, rookie mistakes, like youngster mistakes. So, uh, for Wedgwood... Uh, he, he's actually done very solid for the New Jersey Devils for what was given to him, what was asked of him, especially when he was not prepared for it because a lot of people don't know this. He wasn't even prepared to play in the Islander series because news broke of Mackenzie Blackwood having to go on the COVID protocol list actually before the game. So Wedgwood was thrown into the fire literally, but he stayed ready and I have to give him props for that. And I think what really hurt him, what would have given him a higher rating from me is if he didn't make those boneheaded moves uh he made two boneheaded moves in one of the games against the flyers so uh that's what i'm holding against him but for the most part the devil's defense is not good and obviously it would require a good netminder for the devils to keep them in the game and give them a chance to win and i believe sometimes the defense has let down wedgwood because they make him look bad than what he actually is because in reality uh, Mackenzie Blackwood would make some of those stops, but unfortunately, you know, Wedgwood is not Blackwood, and Blackwood is in consideration for the Vesna Trophy. If he would have played in more games, he'd probably be leading the pack by now, but still, uh, you know, that's not my concern. So, yeah, B- for Scott Wedgwood, and, you know, let me know what you guys think of Wedgwood's performance, and also what your guys' opinions on the New Jersey Devils netminding situation as a whole. So, I believe that, you know, the order will be uh, Blackwood, Dell, and then Wedgwood. Obviously, and you know, if Dell doesn't do too well, and because you know, Dell was the backup for Martin Jones back in San Jose, and you know, we all know the situation in San Jose, so you know, I don't know, it, it could go either way, in my opinion, but you know, we'll see what happens. I still think that Dell will be, you know, better than Wedgwood and won't even be close, but you know, uh, Dell isn't the ideal player that we had in mind. I much rather would have had Corey Crawford, but obviously, stuff happens, and we just got to move on from it and be adaptable, as I say, in pretty much every show at this point so that's all the time i have for you guys today continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day new jersey i will catch you guys in the next episode thanks for listening